Hello? Is this This is she. Okay, Miss Jennifer, how are you today? I'm great. How about you? Good. I'm so glad you've taken a couple minutes to chat with me um, on the Retro Lovely podcast. Um, I'm very excited. Um, this is going to be in conjunction with an announcement of the release of the Miss Jennifer's Special Edition. And uh, you, well, let me let me tell everybody that's listening how this how this actually came to be and, and how this is going to work. Um, <laughs> The thing of it is, we've had you on several covers of Retro Lovely in the past yes, year you. and a half or so. I forget the yes. timeline. I'm, I know it's, I think it started back with issue 83. We got you on something and then there's another and another. Um, you've been in a ton of issues as well. And we did a calendar. You actually took part in the the model calendars that we did last year where we offered models, you know, uh, uh, annual calendars of their work and with other models as well that they could sell and basically... Um, you were able to market those. You were able to sell those to fans. And a point came where I noticed something. Uh, as I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like a numbers cruncher, and I, I watched the numbers. They'll tell you, they'll tell you what needs to be attended to, and they'll tell you what's working. And I noticed when there are large volumes of certain issues that that move through the through the printer site. Um, it doesn't tell us who buys them, but it does tell us where they come from. And sometimes there's clues when you, when you see a, a city name. And I saw a lot of your issues selling, and then I saw some bulk buys of, you know, five and ten copies. And I think I, I reached out and I sent you an email and said, hey, this, this is coincidental. I noticed this town. I think it's close to where you are. Is this, is this you? Are you buying these things? And, you know, you, you of course, let me know that you did, that you were um, the sort of person that is uh, a go-getter. And you're you're marketing yourself, and you're taking advantage of these things, and using them with your fans, and that's the sort of thing that uh, I really I really appreciate because uh, for as long as I've been doing this, it tends to be I mean ninety nine percent of the time, what I get to experience is people coming at me, wanting me to do something for them, and yeah. it's always. Um, oh, I've got a big fan base, and if you put me on the cover, and um, I've got all these people that follow me, and it's always a lot of promises that are, are rarely backed up. And over the course of 11 years doing this, from time to time, I do encounter people who demonstrate that they know what, what to do. They know what, what it takes to market themselves and to build a fan base and leverage what they can to, you know, to make it work. Um, and for me, when we talked, I think the thing that, you know, it's almost like you get the boomerang effect of having all these people come at me where when I see somebody doing the work and not asking for any special treatment or favors and working as a partner, even though you really didn't even talk about it, um, I notice and I appreciate that kind of stuff. And mm, I'm trying to remember, was it, it was, I think it was probably in the fall, it might have been yeah, before the uh, whole Halloween thing happened. When yeah, it was I think when you reached out to me. Yeah, yeah. And basically, what I said at that point was, you know, I really appreciate your efforts, and I think, you know, for what you've got going, I'd like to say let's let's do a special edition. Let's do an actual edition. If you've got these fans that are taking, you know, they're supporting you in this way, uh-huh. uh, in an issue where you have six, eight pages, maybe 
how how much would they respond if you had an entire product? And that's when you know I basically said let's let's do this. And I think it's a great um, example um, of how if people come together with you know put their hands together versus out, um, you, you can do things. Um, it's it's easy for me to say. Yeah, let's do this. And what I'm really super excited about for the for the for the issue is this and for the people listening. Here's here's the deal. You cannot buy it on the Retro Lovely store right now. Okay. Well, I, we're not selling it directly. Miss Janet Purs is selling it. Purs is selling it herself and she's 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 the one that's making the money on this thing. This is done. It's a thank you from us to her. We want you to support her. We want you to buy it from her. And I think you're probably going to do a thing. Um, I know we we laid the thing out in such a way that you can do like autographing and signing them and everything else. Um, are you gonna, is that is that typically part of your process where you you offer them you know autographed and signed and personalized? Yes, it it, it totally is, and that was very much appreciated. And I was super excited about the signature page. Oh, you know, because um, generally, like with the calendars and stuff, I usually reach out and ask them their birthday month or something like right. that and that's where i'll put you know sign a little message to them thanking them for their support um and then on just the general publications with magazines that i'm published in um excellent. Excellent. i'll find a good spread to be able to write my name you know what? it's it's really interesting um anytime that i've been in a position where i know an issue is going to have uh, the potential to be something that would be at an event that a model might also be able to sign I will consciously look for and do my layouts in such a way that there's a good spot for it. Like I remember a great, a great, for instance, was I think back way back issue five, it was, who was on the cover? Angela Ryan. And it was, that was when we were printing them by the thousands of copies. Like I think at that point it was like, you know, each run was about 5,000 copies. And that particular issue was going to be at Viva Las Vegas. I forget which one it was. It was probably like 2012. She was going to be at a booth, and she was going to be available to sign. And I knew there was going to be several hundred copies shipped out. Actually, I went out to this. I went out to the event myself too, and I knew what we experienced there before. At least back then, you know how much how much kind of you know quantities you can move. Um, again, the layouts were done in such a way that there was a, a center spread that was just it was just made for a nice big spot where she could like almost write a novel to somebody. You know, That's at, a, awesome. at a glance, you might look at it and think, "Wow, it's a lot of space over here you know, on, this, <laughs> on the side of the car." I mean, in, the thing that was interesting was it was still a very balanced layout. It still it looked great. It looked great apart from the fact that we did it with an eye on there's a spot for her to do you know some penmanship over there. So nice. that is definitely something that um, you know goes into it, and uh, I'm glad it worked out as far as like being able to do that with yours as well. Because honest to God, when I was wrapping it up and looking at it. It crossed my mind. Like I look at the cover, and it's a great cover. And I think, you know, I don't want, I don't want, I wouldn't want somebody writing on top of it. Okay, so where yeah. do we go? Do we go on the inside? Well, we've got, you know, your introduction and your letter to people. Well, there's no real space on there. And here's the other part. Okay, here's the other thing that, like, honestly, uh, at the last minute, I went from a black background on that page where you have some face to using that sort of old timey photo album. Specifically, from remembering how many events I've been at, where you have somebody signing and it's they're signing on dark, and you have one of those silver those silver markers, 
Yes. And you know what? They're like a 50-50 shot. <laughs> you, you got like a 50% yeah. chance that they work and that they actually ink nicely. And I thought, yes. you know what? A good old black Sharpie is a sure thing. If we have some place where that will work for you, you know what I mean? Let's, let's go with that instead so you're not fighting and needing to have these markers that might or might not work. So Yeah, it's definitely perfect. I can't wait to see the print in hand. Now, I'm curious. Um, we, we haven't actually um, detailed or talked about uh, directly what all sorts of things do you do as far as like how have you gone about approaching this and, and uh, reaching people and building an audience? Is it a thing where you've been doing shows? I've been like, is it social media that you that you leverage? What what's been your 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 keys to success with this? Um, well, unfortunately, I'm sure like with other artists, I've had to battle COVID and well, yeah. the you know and no events being held. Um, fortunately for me, I had people who knew me from the past. And so when I decided to uh, step back in and do some more modeling and give it a go, uh, I already had a little bit of a fan base that knew me prior. And so once I started a Facebook account, uh, it wasn't long before I had a pretty good number. It's still building. Um, Obviously could be better since it's only been, it's only been about a year and a half since I've started back up again. Um, But then prior to this, I've also grew up in rodeo. Aha. So I have a, I have, um, you know, it's a tight knit community. It's pretty small. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. Pretty much, you know, everybody that competes. Mm. So that was great avenue too. Uh, they nicknamed me the pinup cowgirl. Oh, nice. So I have people who support me in that part of my life as well. That's actually an interesting an interesting angle. Um, in, a, in a past life, I was a musician, and one of the things that yeah. I, that I found um, it's it's kind of like a bittersweet thing. But uh-huh. I was in a I was involved in a in a subgenre that really doesn't have like a, a wide fan base. But the thing of it mm-hmm. is, the people who are into it, they seek out and find all that they can in that in that realm. So. On one hand, you know you're never going to have a phenomenal big audience. But on the other hand, the likelihood that you could actually do something because you have such a focused and tightly knit community is is a lot better. And that kind of sounds like what you've been able to leverage with the with the rodeo connection. And that's uh, as soon as you said that, I immediately thought that's why I see so many horses in so many of your photo yeah. sets. Are, are, are they yeah, your personal uh, uh, kids, or are they from, from a stable that you work with, or? Uh, there are our personal horses. Um, when I did compete, I haven't competed in four years, but all of my horses have been published. Okay. And out. so it was, it was an announced thing. You know, they would say, not only is she a model, but so is her horse. Excellent. You know, Excellent. my last, my last, um, guy, I guess I call him the man in my life. Uh, I had to retire him, like I said, four years ago. And, um, he's talking beautiful. about a horse, right? Yes, okay. I am. But as a cowgirl, we always refer to him that way. <laughs> I just want to make sure. I want to make sure there's no. Okay. Good. Anyways, uh, they would play right said Fred's "I'm Too Sexy" oh, get out. when he when he'd run because nice. he was very very attractive, and um, I'm known for for running very flashy horses, and um, they got to catch your eye if they make it in our barn. So nice. But uh, I haven't gotten um, to compete yet, and working on getting some new prospects to start start getting at it. I wasn't worried this last year just because, you know, there wasn't anything sure. being held. And yeah. obviously, life has been put on hold for, for everyone. So uh, Changed, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a, 
it's so many things are just like you, you think about something and you're like oh well let's do this oh we can't we can't right now mm-hmm. yeah, it's, exactly. uh, it's been quite a quite an awakening to i mean you know not to dwell on it too much because everybody knows full well what it's been like yeah. but I, I think it's the first time in a lot of people's lives that we've had a, a real show that like you know you can't count on things you can't exactly. assume what tomorrow's going to bring and this is the first time that we've that, had this yeah yeah with that i have a salon so you know i had to shift oh, and sure. change you know obviously out here in california just like with everybody else that was put a button in it and pause mm. so um like you're going back with the loyal fan base you know i see lots of models who have hundreds of thousands of followers and then i'm i was so shocked when you came to me and was like you're selling product and i was like nobody else's you know so it was really confusing to me um you know it seems nowadays like there's all these likes and all these followers but is anybody buying your stuff well and that's, so I'm that's really... just that there's there's oftentimes there's there's two different things there's what's superficial and there's what is actually doing something mm-hmm. i mean I've, I've, and so I, was... I hate to say it but like I, I i think i would probably have to say more often than not it's models who are up and coming that have the most um the most success um because here's the thing, it's like, if you take, for instance, if, you know, I, I see some models online and every other day they're on the cover of something. And mm-hmm. I think it becomes to, it comes to a point where it becomes a little bit desensitized where you, where it becomes like, well, yeah, this is, this is her next cover this week or, yeah. or, or yesterday. I mean, I see some that's like every other day. It's like, they must invent <laughs> magazines just to put them on the cover of it. And I mean, even even to a degree, um, just as a, as an aside, one of the things with Retro Lovely, as far as our bringing back and adding some new titles to the, to the to, to our stable to, to tie it into your rodeo, um, is is the fact that we get so many submissions. Um, it's almost as if we need to have multiple magazines to accommodate it all. Because I don't know what combination. I mean. I have, I have ideas about why, okay? And, of course, these are all things that we've worked at. Um, but the the massive amount of content that comes through every day is is astonishing. And it's, you know, the choice had been, do we reject 90% of it so we can only, so we can maintain putting out one a month? Or uh-huh. do we put out more? We opted for more. And... I think I have the same identity crisis where it's like every other day I have some new publication and I hope, I think having the different titles and sort of subcategorizing or or breaking it out even further um, is going to be something that kind of like helps in that regard. So it's not just the same title every day, bringing something out, but to your, to your, to your merit and to your, uh, you know, kudos, it is the sort of thing where, um, you know, a person like yourself can get something accomplished. And, you know, so curiously, you mentioned Facebook. Um, of all the social media sites, which one would you say is your, your most leaned on? Which one do you leverage the most, do you spend the most time with? It would be Facebook. Really? Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's just because my fan base was a little bit older generation, you know, when I was doing it, and they don't, they haven't really seemed to catch on too much to Instagram. There. I know right. Instagram's like, yeah, yep. Instagram's like the new, you know, hot thing and everything else, but I don't really have, honestly, that much of a following on Instagram, and it's all Facebook. So um, I'm trying to build there and work on it, but when I'm getting the results with the one and not the other, 
Um, and I, I too have multiple things going on in my life besides the modeling. Uh, I go with what works. So right. Well, that's just that if you, it's it's the whole Darwin thing. I mean, originally he said it was what survival of the the fittest, but then kind of right? changed his mind to the survival of the most adaptable. And I think that's mm-hmm. true because if you just stick your feet in the sand and say, well, I, I, I like phonograph records. I'm never going to release anything on a compact disc or I'm never going to offer my music on iTunes. Um, mm-hmm. You know how that's going to pan out. And that's the thing where I think uh, for me, what happened with, uh, with, with us, with Retro Lovely and Facebook, they dramatically changed um, their algorithms and how reach uh, basically became for, for brands. Um, they, they took Facebook into a much more personal people to people sort of connection sort of thing. Or if you're spending, th- you know, tens of thousands of dollars for ads and then you show up right alongside the Candy Crush ad, um, mm-hmm. Facebook became really decimated. I mean, for all the traction and all the mileage that we got out of it, even four or five years ago, it's like they turned off the faucet. And I get worried too because you just don't know when they're going to do it again. Like, right. like I actually, honestly, um, there was a time a couple of years ago, I was in between some you know, different jobs. I had to move and I was doing some phone tech support for a, a web provider and I, uh, an internet service provider, you know, so domains and, and storage and emails and all this stuff. So I'm on the phone with people. And one day I had somebody that I was talking to about their account. And one of the services that my company uh, had available that we were to pitch on people were were Google services to get their business in front of people. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I suggested it, this man, he flipped. He became he became angry and bitter, and he 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 was swearing. Oh. He he wasn't angry at me. Okay, he uh, I'll give him that. He he didn't take it out on me. But he let it be known in no uncertain terms that he wished them all death in a fiery car crash. because oh, Well, because he, he had spent a considerable amount of time and effort playing uh-huh. by their rules to build his website, to, to gain traction, to, to improve his search results. And in the dead of night, they decided, well, we're going to change that now. We're going to change the algorithms. We're going to change how it works. And he went from a website that would routinely rank in the top searches for his particular uh, business to being mm-hmm. basically obscure. You know, they hold the, they hold the keys. So the thing of it is, I get concerned with anybody that uh, does anything and they market themselves with social media. We are at their mercy. They could decide. You know, Facebook could decide tomorrow some kind of change that would impact you, or they could decide something yes. today with Instagram that will impact what, what we've got going. So constantly, as the new platforms uh, come and go, you always look at them and think, well, should I invest some time in that? Because maybe that's where uh, I'll have to go when they decide to mess this up. Like, do we really need to invest time in Twitter, or do we need to get involved? With, like, like, I hear TikTok all the time, but it's like, yeah, that's videos, right? How am I going to yeah. translate a static, two-dimensional non-moving thing to TikTok. Okay. It's yeah. Like, yes, I understand. It's like really wildly popular, but it seems like that's great for personalities, not like Coca-Cola. Okay. It mm-hmm. just doesn't, it yeah. just doesn't translate to that. So I'm always curious about that. The next move. Speaking- I guess for me too, um, it's a, it's a tight kit, uh, tight community here where I live too. And it's, you know, people support people. And so I'm excited for events to start back yes. up. 
Yes. And be able to be in person and and move you know, product that way. I wouldn't even be surprised if there wasn't a bit of a boomerang effect where everybody's so pent up with not being able to be out and socialize that when the when we're finally freed, we're gonna be like kids who haven't had candy for 10 years going crazy like oh i want to go oh, do that i want to go do that I wanna go it's do that. already happening Is it? we ha- we host a, a large car show here in in our community and um it was obviously canceled last year and now it's you know tentatively scheduled they don't know you know obviously you got to see how everything goes but you should see the lineup of shows there's like three car shows a day. Then they just roll from one hour to the next. And so I literally picked and choose what ones I wanted to attend and, you know, obviously contacted them and they were more than welcome to grace, you know, have me there. And I was like, awesome. That's perfect. Uh, But yeah, I was like, wow, I couldn't believe how many, just like you had just said. That's a, that's excellent. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, speaking of those plans, is there anything else big on your calendar that you want to mention to people? Um, well, obviously the big one was working on this limited edition, getting all the work edited and submitted to you so we could put it together. Um, finally made obviously, it. <laughs> yes, I have some small projects for some of your upcoming releases. Oh, so cool. going to start shooting again and uh, started, um, taking photography classes myself. And so with Tom, the photographer that I work with closely, he's been kind of guiding me and helping me. And so that's, I guess, the next adventure for me. And, you know, being on the other side of the, the, the lens, um, there's a lot of models who successfully transfer to the other side um, yes. with a lot of great insight as to what it's like to be out there in front of it. Um, yeah. So you've got, you've got a real good um, thorough knowledge of it, you know, from that, from that, perspective and of course working with tom forever um i think i think he reached out to me at one point in time is it, was he working on a book is that the yes same he's person? published okay. yes he's already published when he's working on a oh, excellent. second excellent and yeah he's just been a great mentor and um excellent at marketing especially with your community mm. and uh and and staying close to home especially like well, what we just went through right you know to try to reach out globally is a little bit hard when everything's closed down mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh on a personal level it was very successful good, good. So. so that said i appreciate your time and yeah. now how where should people go to find the special edition to purchase it from you what's the best um, way to, to find you the best way probably be my fa- my facebook page miss jennifer's um, I also have a website that's up and going, but it's more um, leaned toward other things. But I, I'm going to um, start adding some of my modeling to it, and that's the pinupcowgirl.com. Oh, great! Awesome. That's a great. That's a great domain. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, this has been fantastic. I, I want to personally thank you for um, your professionalism. Um, it's been it's been great working with you, and really a pleasure to talk today too. Um, yes. And, and thank you. It was oh, such an honor. Well, please. I had to read the letter twice when you sent it to me. I'm like, am I reading this right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, here's the thing, and I'll, I'll be honest. I try to work to not talk to people, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally last year at one point took the uh, email address off the website, okay? Yeah. Um, it, now I, what happens is you have, to, you have to, like, fill out a contact form. And uh-huh. the whole purpose of that was so that... It would dissuade people from trying to send me terabytes of files. 
and and I, I would wake up to my inbox exploded with with gigabytes and gigabytes of photos of people oh my gosh. who 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 just don't think well maybe there's guidance on how I should contact them or maybe there's guidance uh-huh. on how I should present material to them. It's just you know well I'm going to walk into their home and dump this stuff on the table and. It's gotten so bad that I, I literally took the, the email addresses down. Like, if the only way you'll get it is if you you do you make a submission, and of course it's going to be there. Um, I was yeah. at a I was at a workshop recently where I got to speak, and there was a bunch of photographers and models there. And uh-huh. I literally near the end I said, "And if you try to find me on Facebook and friend me, um, please don't be offended, but I'm not going to accept it. I have." Yeah. I have many, many lifelong friends and family members who I ignore right now that I want to change, that, that yeah. I'm not going to pick up people that I really don't know. So yeah. don't get mad. So to, to, you know, not, not to say you should be honored you got an email from me, but it's... It, <laughs> no, no, it, yes. It, well, I did really warn is. Tom when he was going to message you. I'm like, he's very, very busy. You might want to say that you work with me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I don't... <laughs> And I think, obviously, I would imagine I could probably guess about how old he is and what he looks like even. And, okay. and, and, and just just from, you know, what I've experienced with your, with your work with him. But um, okay. his, his email was professional. His email oh, yes. did not rub me the wrong way. Oh, great. <laughs> it wasn't, it yeah. wasn't somebody just coming at me, help me, help me, help me, do this for me, do this for me. It was, it was, it was you know, it was, it was how you do it. It's how you do it. Yeah. So yeah, perfect. Well, awesome. This well, is awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, maybe maybe one day um, if I'm out on the West Coast and you're at an event, um, I'll be sure to stop by if I know you're if you're hanging around. Perfect. And uh, we'll get. It'd be great to meet you in person. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm excited for um, for the work that I've just done with. Uh, I've, there's a lot going on behind the scenes right now to let me regain time because um, unfortunately I spend just every waking moment. You know, here, here's one last question. If sure. you had, if you had a guess, okay, so you publish a magazine. There's photos. There's images. There's social media. Um, I use, of course, image editing software and layout and design programs, and you name it. Most people don't believe me when I say this. What would you guess is where I spend most of my time through the week? What do you, what do you, what, do you, what program do you think I use the most in the course of the week to publish a magazine? Oh, is it Adobe? Nope. Oh, no. I have no clue. Well, here's the thing, and I'll say this to anybody with business, and I've said this a few times to people recently. Um, you got to track things. You got to track your time. You got to watch yeah. what you're spending time I'm on. I'm sure, especially with what you're doing. Well, I mean, you know, in your, in your salon, you know, if you're working with somebody and you're only making X amount of dollars and it takes this much time, you try and figure out mm-hmm. where can I get some of that time back? And I started to notice. Which was great. It's- with assistance, I noticed you got you got some of your own, so that's that's how I make up my time. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got some people on deck to help me, but um, the thing that I realized was I was well, yeah, until very recently, I was spending more time every day and all week long in Microsoft Excel. Oh, yeah. It's data management. All this data that comes wow. with uh, the information for the for the layouts, the releases, all the legality stuff. Um, mm-hmm. th- the data management. It's about data management. I was spending. I'm spending more time with that than anything else. And in the last two weeks, I've made some serious inroads with some actual programming that I've done and uh, processes that I've gotten stood up. That I think I've actually turned the corner where I've regained a lot of time. And the thing it is, I believe I'm probably at that point now where I've had this fantasy for a while that I want to be able to 
stick a laptop under my arm, get in a car or a 70s custom van, if I have my way, <laughs> and literally get on the road and go places and visit historic sites. Um, oh, that'd be awesome. And still work. It was, yeah, it was a couple months ago. I went up to, uh, to Woodstock where, where, the, uh-huh. where the festival took place. I just posted a photo of it and people mm-hmm. really responded to it. And the thing of it is, it's like, you know what? There's a lot of magazines. There's, you know, Instagram and, and MadCloud is a, is a graveyard of magazine corpses. Okay. There's no shortage on there. <laughs> and they come and they go. And what's really different about any of them? Not, not a whole lot. So a lot of things that I have planned, the very thing we're doing right now is to do things with the publication that's different. That's... Mm-hmm. Like, wow, okay, so I, they had the magazine, but they're also going to these historic places and doing podcasts about it or talking to people. Um, I want to be able to put that laptop under my arm, hit the road, do stuff throughout the day someplace, chronicling, you know, Americana, and in the course of an hour or two, still be able to do what I need to do on the computer. I haven't been able to do that. I'm pinned down, and I think I've turned the corner where I think within the next couple months, I should be able to be mobile, so... Well, that's awesome. Well, once you do, it'll become addicting. That's um, the that's the way it is living on the road for radio. I, You're living like a gypsy. So. Well, you know, when I was in my music days and I was in a band, um, it's kind of like a love-hate thing. Like, I remember we used to, we'd go out and we'd tour for a while, and you'd be like, yeah. you know, you couldn't wait to get back on the road. And then, like, you're halfway into it, and you're like, oh, can we go home? Can we go home and get back into the studio? You're like, yeah. it's 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 that love-hate sort of thing, but it's like, <laughs> you, you, need a, you need a little bit of each, you know, to, to kind of keep balance, I guess. But my plan yes. is get that laptop, get the old van, do your Route 66 tour, um, travel everywhere. Basically, live like a vagabond for a while. So um, that's awesome. We'll, we'll make a point and get on to that to that West Coast. There's lots of people out there I gotta gotta check up with. Nice. So I appreciate your time again. I appreciate you. Yes. All right. You have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye.